SoCal, San Diego for a bachelor party. It was fun. Bachelor party, wow. <laughs> so I'm back now and I'm pretty tired from that. Yeah. Was it fun? Uh, yeah, it was fun. We all we we did the more typical things, just go to breweries, uh, went on a boat, went paintballing. So nice. nice. I imagine you didn't have much time to watch anything. No, besides the uh, the four things that we have to watch for this week. Yeah, I didn't really watch anything else. Okay, I don't think. You and I, we Terry and I started Tokyo Vice. That's oh, kind of Asian. Oh yeah, you guys should talk about it. It's great. Terry, plug it. I think their interpretation. I feel like lately, you know how like Pachinko has been adding a lot of like Japanese, Korean actors. They're all speaking different languages, and they're doing mm-hmm. like a really good job of it. Like Tokyo Vice, like they like hired from like the same pool of people because like oh. everyone's the their depiction of all the races. I think are pretty good or like. You can tell they did research, so you got to give them credit. Um, and the storyline is really good, and I've watched like seven episodes of it. It's like really solid HBO production. Yeah. Oh, so what's the what is it about? It sounds like it's based in Tokyo, but you're saying there's like Korean people, like other races involved. There's yeah, there's some Korean. It's mainly just Japanese and American people. So mm, okay. this this American um, played by Baby Driver. He's all grown up now. He's, an, he's an adult now. Um, he's like he moves to Japan, learns the language, tries to become a reporter, um, and then now is getting. As he tries to report on stories to like write about the truth, he realizes how big the yakuza is and like how they basically just like control everything. And there's like gang wars or like gang, you know, starting. And there's like a bunch of issues. And he starts working with mm. um, one of the Tokyo cops to kind of like figure out trying to get like information from them trying to like get articles so he becomes like a great reporter but also just like he gets wrapped up in like a lot of shady stuff um, oh that sounds fun so very action-packed it sounds like um kind of dark in a way i'm assuming yeah. if it's yakuza tokyo vice sounds also kind of dark yeah, yeah, yeah. okay that sounds fun and you said it's on hbo max yes nice and brandon you started this too right i did i i'm not as far caught up um as terry is but i do like it it was like a weird thing i was telling jenny like japan says that they have a zero percent murder rate because they just never call anything murder Mm. yeah 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 (laughs) and so the main guy he's like he wants to do like investigative stuff because his dad was a coroner and he'll he sees like a guy with like an axe across his chest dead on the road and he's like this is murder and japan japan's like no it's not we don't (laughs) have murder here (laughs) they also mentioned this thing that like so in the later episodes um a lot of people start like killing themselves like suicides Mm -hmm. And then he's like, why does everyone keep doing it, like, in public? Why don't they just kill themselves mm. at home or something? And they're like, because if you, like, light your home on fire, then it becomes, like, a liability for your family. And you, like, pay it off. Like, all this stuff. I'm just like, oh, wow. that's, like, so sad. You just are forced to kill yourself in, like, a public space. Jesus. Isn't it, yeah, seriously. Isn't it in Japan or Korea where, like, if you commit suicide and the court, like, finds you for it, they will sue your family. and oh, they, they can it's actually. Illegal. Yeah, yeah, it's illegal. Like committing suicide wow. is illegal, and then like so they they uh, they do they they go against your family. So people don't want to like associate. Like they want to commit suicide. They want to like say it's fully their not their fault or something. It's not oh. the family's fault. Oh, yeah. interesting. Like yeah, interesting rules. 
But Terry, have you tried the pickup line that uh, main guy teaches the Japanese cop? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the you look. <laughs> no, it's the I must Beautiful. say that I that must... dress on you looks amazing or whatever. No, oh, ex- That's the pickup line. Extraordinary. <laughs> extraordinary. I must say the dress <laughs> looks extraordinary. I'll try it. You should try it out. You should try it this out. week. What? <laughs> um, Good luck with that. <laughs> Jenny, you didn't watch anything? Uh, no, I did not. We... um. I've been re-watching a lot of BTS concert videos, so we don't need to talk about okay, that. Okay, <laughs> all right then. Uh, uh, actually, I was going to ask oh. Harry, did you finish watching Military Prosecutor Doberman? I think it, it just ended recently, right? It finished today. Yes. Oh, nice. Very nice. average. Oh, Very, so you did finish it. Okay. I did. I was watching it like in the background while I ate lunch. Um, it's kind of like those, I want to say, you know, like those taxi driver kinds of dramas it was like mm. thriller action ones that all start off really well because they have like a right. cool premise or something and they someone always wants revenge so you're like oh there's gonna be like mm. a big fight scene at the end stuff like that um yeah very a- anticlimactic um very i thought there was gonna be a huge battle at the end but she just like the main uh evil woman who's like mm-hmm. a military person like she just like loses in court and like that's it i'm like oh oh <laughs> okay okay and so they lock her ass up i'm just like that's cool <laughs> oh, fair yeah. enough okay fair enough fair enough did you want to rank it Nah, we don't need to rank no, it <laughs> just well, tell me did, this above yeah, or below 39 that's all i need to know oh i mean like there were some good action scenes so <laughs> okay. it beats 39 oh wow sure. okay <laughs> so yeah as for everyone who's listening, I mean, we we did start the Discord and it's been fun, but everyone keeps mm-hmm. telling us to watch Liberation Notes. I mean, I don't like stuff like that, but I feel like it's right up your alley, Terry. Have you not checked it out at all? I'll get I on really it. Really like it. Um, I wanted to check out from now on Showtime before just to get my you know mm-hmm. magical vibes up, ready for Chichangook. <laughs> yes. You know, ready for Sound of Magic, <laughs> The Greatest Showman Two Korean Remake. <laughs> Um, so I started that instead of Liberation Notes. And okay. once again, just like a strong premise, but I was a little disappointed. I thought the show was going to be about magic. But because <laughs> he ju- he's a magician, you know, it's in uh-huh. the synopsis. No, yeah. he's a magician, yeah. but he's a magician because he's like um, a shaman. Like he can see ghosts and ghosts. Oh, oh he's yeah. a sorcerer. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, he, like, pulls out all these, like, cards and they all float, right? Like, all around him. And he just grabs it. But then Mm -hmm. in reality, from his perspective, there's, like, three ghosts that are, like, holding the cards for him and, like, spinning around him. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what is this called and where are you watching it? From now on Showtime, it's a new Vicky show. Okay, okay, got you. With (laughs) Park Jin. I see. This sounds like, yeah, definitely a good way to ramp up for the um, sound of magic. Very, very of just, goofy. So it's yeah. getting, it's more ghosty. I see. So I don't know if I'll continue this. I want more, I want more magic, you know? I think sound of magic is still going to be more like that, though. It, it ghosty? Won't be too serious, yeah. You think so? I don't I, is know. It a mu- it's not a musical, is it? I think no, it, it is. is a musical. It's a musical. Oh, it's wow. a straight on musical. Like, I'm so Dude, ready. Terry is going to. So hyped. Love it. <laughs> Terry loves Greatest Showman for all our listeners. It's all I, wor- so it's all I work excited. out to. Just on oh, repeat. Yeah, no, like actually, I'll just turn wow. on the entire soundtrack and just nice, go. Nice. <laughs> well, enough of all this happy talk. Let's get into the depressing drama, Our Blues, episode mm-hmm. five and six, Andy. Cheers! Episodes five and six for Our Blues. So now I guess we can officially see why this show is called Our Blues because it's, man, it's really <laughs> depressing. <laughs> the entire uh. time. 
No, dude. Episode five. I was like, there's some parts where I kind of had to like fast forward and like go a little bit quicker because oh, man, this show is just so depressing. I can't. I, I. It's hard to watch sometimes. I totally get you. Yeah, I've definitely skipped over a couple points mm. where I'm like, I can't. I can't. Like, there's just like scenes where it's just getting dragged out, and you're like, ah, you know. Like so, what it. you said last week, Jenny, where you're saying, mm-hmm. oh, because so, episode five, the focus for this one are the high school kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, where the girl gets officially diagnosed as well, not she's <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> diagnosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair enough for her. She's it's pregnant. Kind of like yeah. A, yeah. And like last week, I was saying how it's really cute between the two of them. And then now Jenny was like, no, it's really depressing. And we can mm-hmm. see why it's officially very, very depressing. Ugh, yeah. She's like six months pregnant, too. It's not mm-hmm. even like a few weeks. That's like just like three months left. Dude, the baby's coming out like, <laughs> like that's a heartbeat. It's on and everything. its way. Yeah. Because everything's fully formed. Like the arms, the organs mm-hmm. are formed, and it's got a heartbeat. And so, like, man, bring, aborting that baby is going to cost a lot of problems. For yeah, her. for sure. And like, she's a very skinny, skinny person. And so, like, I, d- I don't know too much about, you know, the medical behind it, but I feel like if you are smaller and stuff, like, it is potentially dangerous too, right? Like, you know, you're losing a lot of blood, you're on the younger side, like, oh, it's just a lot. And to you can worry easily about. tell, because she's in high school, and you know, like, there's always high school drama for kids of, like, oh, that person's pregnant, oh, that person's pregnant, yeah. and all yeah. the gossip and rumors that happen. So, like, once she comes, it's like probably seven months. I'm surprised that at six months she doesn't have a bigger, like, bump, I guess. I, I don't think because she's really skinny. <laughs> I don't think it's, like, the bump, because my sister is at, like, seven months, and, like, uh-huh. her bump isn't that big. Like, you, w- oh. you wouldn't notice oh. it, but. The biggest thing is that, like, for six months, because I'm trying to think about, like, what my sister and my cousin had to do. They're mm-hmm. dieting. They're, like, every, they had to cut out so much stuff that they love to eat and doing all that oh, stuff just wow. to protect the baby. And then mm-hmm. this girl has been doing, like, nothing, uh, you know, like, yeah. probably drinking all the coffee and eating all the raw sushi <laughs> she wants, you know? Yeah. Well, she is in uh, in high school, so she her diet's probably, like, you know, yeah, not better very, than, yeah, yeah. still fine. <laughs> Yeah. Ugh, yeah. The whole situation with her pregnancy, it's just really tough because like, you know, on one hand, I'm just like, girl, like you are so young, you know, like and she's no. you, you know that her character is trying really, really, really hard to get out of Cheju. She just does not like the island. The only person she likes is this guy, like the second um, mm-hmm. in the class. Right. Hyun? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. And so she's just like, they're really sweet together. But like, mm-hmm. she's just so frustrated because she's like, I just don't want a kid right now. But like, it's so difficult for her to just get rid of it quietly. And time's just dragging out, dragging out, dragging out. And then to the point where it's just like, oh, you're actually six months pregnant. And you can hear the baby's heartbeat. Like, yeah. it's just so intense. Right. And I'm just like, ah, oh, like, what, what do we want her to do? Because like, you get it. Like, she's so young and like, she doesn't know how to take care of this child. But at least the guy is pretty good. I don't know. What do you guys think about him, actually? Do you think he's, like, a good person? Or are you kind of like, dude, you still got this girl pregnant. Like, what's wrong with you? I mean, he, he's doing what every guy would do in that mm-hmm. situation, which is... <laughs> or any, every good guy, not, Yeah, which is not much. And it's just saying, like, I'll mm-hmm. be by your side. You know? <laughs> There's not much you can do after that. There's really not much you can do. Yeah. We also yeah. live in a tiny village in Jeju. Like, you, you guys live next door to each other. So. <laughs> But I, I am happy that he is being as helpful as he could be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, 
Hina understands the, what, what's going on because they both came with these uh, their backstories like pretty mm-hmm. similar where they're kind of yeah. poor and they have like they both don't have moms and they, they're very realistic about what's about to happen yeah. and I think the the saddest part about this is like for her she's not the, like the happiest person in the world too mm-hmm. she's just like she doesn't have a mom she's I mean she's number one in the class but she hates she emphasizes that she hates the Jeju island yeah. and she just wants to get out and like the only way to get out is just to finish her studies and just yeah. uh, save up money college. to just spend yeah. go to college and and then now that there's this kid in the mix that just messes her life is just in, kind of like in shambles I guess I mean I she lives in she... Jeju and like I mean I don't live in like those types of places but I feel like for them their escape is like going to Seoul or the mm-hmm. big city and making it and mm-hmm. she even wrote on her notebook that falls like let's get into I think it was like school of medicine in Seoul yeah and like if she has the kid she can't she's gonna need to stay in Jeju and get support from like the village people to raise the kid together um it's like, do you give up on your dream or do you postpone it? Like, it's what do you uh, do? So I think, you know, obviously we're all kind of from a very practical point of view, but it does seem like she is deciding to keep the kid because homeboy, I don't know, was like, I'm going to treat you real good with this kid. So don't <laughs> yeah. worry, no, we're going to figure it out. He had a good suggestion. Yeah. Bec- I, I don't know the science behind it, but it seemed like at six months, it's more dangerous to abort the baby than just have just it. Have and he kid. does yeah, suggest, should yeah. we just... Um, uh, give the baby to someone else. I mean, yeah. that's a viable option, mm-hmm. but at that point, you you have to bring your parentals into it. Yeah. Um, speaking of parentals, I just got to say that one doctor, the first doctor she goes to, that guy, oh. that guy kind of sucks. No, yeah, he's a bit sure. of an asshole, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole thing was like, I guess it was illegal in Korea to have an abortion, uh, like you know, outside of very special circumstances, and then very recently has it become legal. And so the girl talking to the doctor was like, dude, it's legal now. Like, why yeah. can't it just happen? And but, I, you know, obviously she's young and I don't know if she's 18 or if she's like a lot younger than that. But, but like he's just like, you need your parents to sign off. So like total asshole about the so whole thing. He wasn't but, wrong yeah. with what he yeah. said. He was just an asshole. Yeah, yeah he's not a good person. <laughs> I know. And I feel like when you're in this type of field, especially like, you know, you're an abortion. Let's just say he's an abortion doctor mm-hmm. and like. I feel like, don't you go to, like, ethics classes about, like, high school? Like, what happens if a high school kid gets, uh, you know, pregnant? What are you supposed to do then? And how do you approach that situation? I also think that this doctor probably... I think we always put doctors on a pedestal, but, you know, like... Blame hospital hospital, But even (laughs) in hospital playlists, there's some doctors that are kind of just assholes, and they just do the bare minimum. I think for this case this doctor probably had like a help hotline he was like you know he probably read in textbook in his ethics class that like hey if a young high school kid needs an abortion tell her to reach out to this crisis hotline he was like here you go i did my job you know so like this is not my problem anymore yeah this is someone else's problem exactly like just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you're a saint right like my I had a question on the the pills that that he buys. I mean, first of all, I don't even know if those were fake pills or whatnot. Um, but if she was six months pregnant and she took those pills, I mean, that'd be pretty bad, right? I think so. Probably, yeah. Because I think those pills are for if the baby's younger. Or yeah, probably when it's like probably. you know less than ten weeks. I think they said they advertise as advertised under eight weeks or something like that. But like, no. I mean, I just, they find, yeah. <laughs> I remember the doctor was like, "You're six months." In my head, I was like. Wait, babies come out in nine months. Like that's that baby's close <laughs> to being born. Away. Like what the hell? Yeah. Wow. I mean, so I think like, that's why he was a little frustrated too, because I think there's a there's a line he said is like, oh, teenagers or whatever is like, yeah, they didn't know any better to get checked up. They're like, because six months, you would normally you would know what's happening with her body she didn't, for that long. She didn't, but, I don't think she knew, right? Yeah, she. Didn't I don't. Know. I don't think she. Kn- and she's so young. I mean, they're very fertile. I mean, you don't know. Like, <laughs> when, yeah. 
And it's like they've only done the do like twice, it seems like. So she probably was like, there's no fucking way. We use protection and everything. Like, how yeah. is this possible? You know? How would they know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so rough, so rough. And Terry, just that the one yourself. moment where she finds out of the heartbeat and like she, they just both break down. Oh, I was like, that, that was rough. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Once you hear the heartbeat, it's like, it's like how do you, how do you proceed? We eat this child out. Oh, so tough. I, yeah. what, I want to get your guys' gauge on fish market ladies. The so fish market yeah, ladies kind of like all up in this business. Um, thoughts on her involvement? Like she seems kind of like very, very nosy about this whole situation, but she's also like seeing kind of hints of, you know, them dating her at the OBGYN, that kind of thing. So she's kind of putting it together, but like not ready to believe it. But do you guys think she's, I don't want to say allowed to do this, but do you think she's doing too mm-hmm. much or like, should she just leave them be or should she be like, she doesn't, she doesn't do anything besides tell her dad, oh, I saw your kid at the OBGYN. I guess. I mean, she, she has every right to ask, oh, what are you doing oh. here? It's like, a, it's like a weekday during school hours. Yeah, I guess. And then like, Maybe. pull down your skirt like four times. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, I think she's just like being she like a nice, anything. like auntie slash mother figure where like do mm-hmm. like i mean she's wearing like a, a skirt that's really really high up there and then like i guess in the island area is like oh you know stop showing so much flesh why don't you like flesh. pull it down flesh. a little bit you know <laughs> she means well that's what yeah. she means well yeah, she does nothing with like ill intention at all she just wants to be there for mm-hmm. kids that like don't have their moms i think mm-hmm. she's just mm-hmm. trying her best maybe it comes off a little i mean i'd be annoyed if i was like yeah. the kids but Eventually, you're going to realize it doesn't mean anything bad. Yeah. 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 I mean, she also help. dated her dad. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I'm sure she ah, feels some true. sort of like responsibility for the kid. Um, and also, she she doubles back and she's like, hey, I know this could be awkward or whatever. Like, do you want me to go in with you? Like, yeah. She's trying. She's to, trying. I mean, there's yeah. no mom, you know. It's it's better yeah. to go with someone, some auntie that you know than your dad, I mm-hmm. guess, the yeah. OBGYN. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. And she saw them both grow up too. So And she both know the parents really, really well. Mm-hmm. She loaned I, both families' money. <laughs> yeah. I have a big feeling though, because like I feel like that was a big mo- moment where she saw them go into the cl- saw her go into a clinic. Mm-hmm. I thought she was gonna like double back and help her, but then yeah. at the end of the episode, I was like, I think like if they actually end up having the kid, I think she might like help out and <gasps> she pay might raise for things. The kid? Or like, because the, the the biggest thing they have That'd is nice. you know they have no problem, they have money problems, and how mm-hmm. are they gonna raise this kid? And I feel like she's gonna be probably like a big mother figure for the kid. I can see that actually because yeah. she's older. I think she just said <laughs> she came out of her own OBGYN appointment and was like, I'm hitting menopause. So, like, at this point, mm-hmm. she's not going to be able to have a child mm-hmm. of her own and she's not married or she doesn't have anyone else. So, potentially, I could see her like being like, Hey, you want a future? Like, I'll help you take care of the kid. You know me. I'm your auntie, basically. Get a little pachinko action going. <laughs> like, have <laughs> someone know. else raise your kid. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it could yeah. be interesting. That's a good predict. There's just one line that uh, when when the two kids were talking, so the girl says, um, if our parents find out, my dad will never hit me, but he's going to kill himself. And your dad is straight up going to kill you. And then I remember watching the trailer for next week episodes, and it literally played (sighs) out like that. Like the female's dad was like slapping himself. I'm not ready. He like throws money at the Sunda stand, and the dad's like bashing up the house. I was like, dude, next week, next episode needs a couple of gin roll bottles for sure. Seriously. We wanted to fight. We wanted to see them fight. It's going to happen. So yeah. Jenny said that there was some commentary in the episode that um, hinted that they were like close friends before mm-hmm. and like moving together was intentional and they had a falling out. And I know mm-hmm. like one of them's divorced, one of the moms ran away. Like, do you think yeah. it was one of those like you slept with my wife type of things or anything no. like that? Oh, anything? Spicy. <laughs> I don't 
don't think so. Mm-hmm. I hope not. It's like, what? Why do they hate each other so much? Yeah, I feel like want... it's not more of a hatred. It's just like they just have some type of grudge towards each other. They, I yeah, feel like they don't hate it? each other. Like to go to like fist fights, where it's more like it's more like a friendly grudge. Maybe I don't know. I feel like something stupid. I, don't know. I think it's something stupid, and I feel like it's something that could like very easily be discussed and like overcome. Mm, yeah. It just yeah, needs yeah. to happen, and mm-hmm. I feel like with the kids now having a kid together, like maybe that will help them. You yeah. think? Because I, I was gonna say, if they wanted something to fight about, they got something coming, you know. Uh, yeah. So the end of this episode, we see that they officially like they announce that they are together and they mm-hmm. are going to keep the baby and yeah. like it's it's, hap- it's ending on a happy note basically yeah. we're like oh they're gonna you know they're all like they're gonna figure it out things gonna go well and then the the big looming thing is like okay now the whole village is gonna know that they're together and then yeah. everyone at their school is gonna know that oh, she's yeah. pregnant and that's just gonna be a really it's not looking very spicy for them has anyone checked on the kid that Hyun just decked in the middle of the stairwell? That was a good punch. That was a good punch. What the hell? That's not cool, dude. It was like punch people like that. It was like really hard for like. I know. The, the that situation. was not a friendly punch. No. Mm-hmm. It was not really not cool. justified. The guy was just yeah. like, "Oh, you got some period cramps," and he got socked in the face. Yeah. Like, like a good goodness. shove is okay, yeah. but a yeah. punch. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Should we move on to the other depressing yeah. topic Let's in the next so, episode? Episode six, we finally see Shinmina uh, pop back up. We finally see her backstory, and I guess it's like been seven months since the last time we saw her in episode mm-hmm. two. Um, but I don't know what to call her, so I'm just calling her mom for now. Okay. But um, but like sick mom. Sick oh, mom. Don't, don't call say her sick <laughs> mom. Don't call her sick mom. Wait. So we still don't officially know what she's diagnosed with. Is it just depression? I think it's or just depression. It's all they call depression. It. Yeah. I'm sure there's different types of depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So sick mom. I guess we find out that she, her husband divorces her, and um, they're going through this child custody situation, and mm-hmm. she really wants to keep uh, her her kid. And the biggest mm-hmm. thing she says is like. They asked her the question, oh, why do you deserve to, like, take care of the kid? Or, like, what's, what is the best environment for the kid to live in? And mm-hmm. she says that, like, oh, I need the kid to survive. It's yeah. not like I am going to help provide for the kid. It's more like I need the kid. Yeah. Like, this kid is going to help take care of me. Which I was like, man, that's kind of a... I feel like it's not going to help her in court. I... It was tough because I think she came... She's just in a very dark spot, right? Like, she's like... yeah depressed she tried to get better you know tried got custody of the kid initially i guess was on different medication or something happened she gets in a car accident kid gets taken away she comes out of the hospital to like an empty house essentially and i think Mm -hmm. for her she's just like i don't know what i'm living for but i'm living for this child i think it's not necessary that she wants a kid to take care of her it's kind Mm -hmm. of like what are the reasons i'm living and it's like this kid and that's pretty Mm -hmm. much it for her at this point um, but I do agree that that's not, like, good for the kid. Like, I don't think, you know, you as a yeah. mom should just be, like, putting all of your baggage on your child like that. But, like, I don't know. That's just me. Um, but, the like, answer the kid gives, I, th- I thought, summarized yeah. it. It's like, it, what yeah. is dad to you, a friend? What is mom to you? Mom is sick. And she I can't, play she can't hang out with me. Like, yeah. I don't know. That that doesn't look good, right? Yeah, no. For yeah, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, but. we do want to sympathize with her. We want to like you know wish the best for her. But for, this is the situation of who's going to take care of the kid. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, I feel like the just the dad the dad just has so much more resources to help take care of the kid. Yeah. But you know that lady did make a good point because it's like 
it's not like you're going to be a stay-at-home dad now. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. are going to be gone. It is going to be other people raising the kid, which is extended family, so his parents. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's always going to be a bias towards keeping a kid with the mom. Yeah. So so we never know. Yeah. Who yeah, would, I mean, oh, who, go ahead. Who would you guys send the kid to? Mom or dad? <sighs> Make a decision right if now. If I was the court person? Yeah. yeah. I think it's just the fact that the kids said my mom can't take care of me because I'm sick. I feel like I would have to go with the dad. But like from what I've seen in the show, I don't like the dad very much as a person. He doesn't seem very caring. He just seems Mm. like there's a list of duties that he needs to do and he just wants to check off the boxes, right? And taking Mm. care of your kid is just one of his check boxes. But in terms of like, you know, who's going to take care of the kid in the situation, I do think the dad is just more well-prepared. But like... I hope that in this storyline, the mom is going to be able to figure out like how to take the kid back. Like I'm rooting for her a lot because I just don't like how the dad is, you know, treating the situation. Um, I, I would do tough, like a yeah. hybrid, a hybrid thing. So like dad gets temporary custody, but if, mm. if she may not can prove that she's getting healthy again, she's off medication that makes her like yeah. time lapse and stuff, then she can get custody back and he'll just pay um, child support, child support kind of and alimony and all that stuff. But I was cu- you just said you didn't like how the dad was treating things. You don't, you don't like the dad. I, I don't hate the dad, but the way that he's taking a lot of these situations, it just very, I feel like he's very emotionally unattached from the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like he's very—he's like a very rational person yes, who only yes. thinks this needs to be done, yeah. but he's not very emotional about it, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's how I'm feel. I mean, maybe it's just how they're they're portraying him right now. It's kind of yeah. like I can't, you know, go to work and not and not worry about this kid. So like, I can't work properly. Like, you know, that it's just I don't know. It just seems yeah, like everything he says is yeah. not wrong. It's yeah, not exactly, wrong. Exactly. But it's also like it's not the right way to say it. Yeah, basically. it just doesn't yeah. make me feel like he cares about this child that much. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of just like oh, my wife can't do her job, so therefore I will take the child on. But it's not like, I want this kid because I love this kid so much. Like, that's not mm. what I'm getting from him. But I don't know, mm. it's tough. I feel like he is the one that's prepared to take it's care so of It's so tricky. Kid. That, that yeah, whole thing hard. with the toy, too. Like they, the cup they, and the cup. Yeah. the cup with the tractor, like it's uh, a, it's it's a really tricky it's, subject. Yeah. It's hard for sure. Yeah. Also, that guy, the dad, is the bad guy from Bad and Crazy. Yeah, the doctor, yeah. the psychiatrist, yeah. which is maybe why I don't like him. Like maybe <laughs> it's just translating from the different show, but I feel like mm-hmm. he has something up his sleeve. I don't know. <laughs> so, He's a killer. Yeah, exactly. So then we see sick mom. She's like battling this through this whole situation, and she mm-hmm. decides to go drive to Jeju because I think Jeju for her is like this, like like little getaway, get away from all this situation. Probably like decompress and like the the sea. That's what people do go to Jeju, right? The, the yeah. sea helps calm them and whatnot. So she goes to visit Jeju, and obviously she runs into um, still calling him seller of goods. Um, <laughs> seller of goods. <laughs> Dude, we need NPC to do a yearbook that for point. this drama. Yeah, we really should. <laughs> Nicknames are great. Yeah, but we see right away that, like, he... I love his interactions of, like, people. He just, like, he just throws a hissy fit every single time. He's so angry. He's very dramatic. Dude, that interaction with him when he uh, confronts his mom, man, left a bad taste in my mouth. He was so angry at her. He's so mean. She probably did something pretty bad. Well, he explains it. Um, Like, I guess his... He's somebody oh, oh, that she, he doesn't like. There's somebody that she he, got with he him, hates. Right? Yeah. She got yeah. with that person's dad. And then mm-hmm. it seems like she almost cares about the person he hates and, you know, whether they're sibling that I person I think there's has. one more kid because he yeah. mentions yeah, two other two people. there's two kids, yeah. But he's yeah. like, that's my mom. 
So yeah. I can see He also calls his mom um, Chagunamma So Oh interesting Yeah, oh, yeah. Kind of tough like, That can't... means auntie right Yeah Or like What does it mean exactly Is it auntie Or is it like I've someone never else's used the mom? term oh, Have okay. you used that term Terry Chagunamma Only if there's a Only above her Yeah it, It's kind of weird Okay mm. So it's like auntie essentially I do know that that mom Is his mom Because that's why he says Like when you die I will take care of your Funeral stuff Because that mm. is supposed to be First son's responsibilities oh, So there okay, is just okay. like This thing that we'll get into Yeah So but we do find out That she does have cancer Man just, just no, Full no body ha- cancer Again Just, just like, cancer God cancer Everyone yeah. has cancer <laughs> She Dude, it's, does it's not a have a big problem live. Yeah So it's, it's, it's tough Because like I kind of get his frustration You also find out That there's something in his past that's a little bit weird so there's like two flashbacks that they just go like really quickly through but it seems like there's like a little girl involved and the like potentially he moved to seoul from cheju because of this incident involving this little girl does yeah. anybody think that that little girl was actually shinmina's character that's what i thought at first too. okay okay because it seems like mm-hmm. but it could not yeah. be also yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. someone yeah. that he took care of and he like sees that girl, yeah. or he feels that way towards shinmina so we i don't thought know. it was her and then he was like, oh, you do remember me know. when he was yeah. the Teddy driver. Mm. Mm-hmm. So hold on. Like, let's sort out the timelines real quick. So like the driver scene that you're talking about, Terry, where he's like, oh, you do remember me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Did that happen first? Like the first time mm-hmm. they met again in Seoul was that. And yes. then they kind yes. of kept talking, kept hanging out, clubbing, karaoke, whatever, yep. had a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And then the night where they rent the red car and then drive to Cheju, that was kind of second. Seven years ago. Seven yeah, years ago. And that was ago. seven years ago, yeah. Got you. And now they're meeting again in current day on Cheju yes. while he is seller of goods mm-hmm. and she is, you know, sad, sick so. mom. And we, but okay. we don't know the incident that caused her depression. We still don't know that incident, right? We don't know that incident. And we do know that when Yi Byung-hun gets invited into her place for drinks, he looks at the picture and she has a picture with a namja. And I, I think yes. that was... The I think that was current ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, interesting. And then he kissed her, and knowing then she that. Freaked out. And then she—that's why she's like driving Ma- me back. Ooh, maybe she was pregnant already at that time. No, oh. she wasn't. No, or maybe she had a husband and he, she got <laughs> kissed. And he, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think she was just like, "This is my ex-boyfriend," so he didn't know that that was somebody she was dating. Is that what she says? She says ex-boyfriend? Yeah, she was like, "Oh, she's an mm. ex-boyfriend." He was like, "Why would you throw the photo away?" And she was like, "It's because maybe we will get back together." So it wasn't current mm. ex-husband. It could have been. I couldn't tell from the photo, from the but like it could have been that they did get end up getting okay, back together. Okay, just some guy. Yeah, there was we'll some go guy back there. And look at it. Yeah, but they're weird. I don't know how I feel about their relationship. He does seem to just like throw hissy fits. Yeah, and stuff. like I don't know why he's so mad at her, but like also I guess well, I, mean, I think he feels really, like he got let on. Yeah. With the car situation, I guess. Also, she mm-hmm. leaves him when his car breaks down there. He must have been fuming. <laughs> That's yeah. True. But it was funny because, like, he was just driving circles around him. Yeah. And she's just standing there, just staring as him go- he goes by. It's like, it was pretty funny. He went by and, like, like three times. <laughs> yeah. And in the way that, like, he goes into the shop and gets the soju bottles and just, like, walks out and then just walks back in. <laughs> it's like. This guy's hilarious. So that's our front man. (laughs) That is our front man. So we see Shimina at the at the dock. She has one of her um, time lapse. I'm just calling them time lapses. I just feel like she just loses track of time. It's like nighttime, and she gets the water thing again. I think it's that. So we see the from her perspective the POV vision, and we see that like she goes through this black and white situation which is yeah. i think to emphasize that she's going through her like depression episode mm-hmm. and where she just like blanks out there for i guess like 12 hours or so yeah. 
and she falls into the water. I suppose. So was, but was that confirmed? Because we don't get an actual body. Do we need the body to confirm it? Or I think I think it? it's like ninety five percent sure it was her, right? I just feel like dramas sometimes do that do that trick yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. where they where they pull one on us. But sure. I, I sure. just feel like her storyline is pretty. It's pretty. It's shaping out to be pretty clear. It's like. Yeah. She's obviously going to get rescued. It's not like Shimina's going to die in this episode. <laughs> and obviously her link is Yi Byung-un, and I think he will maybe help her heal. And obviously we're all going to be rooting for her to maybe you know get better and take custody of her kid and yeah. all that stuff. My hypothesis, my theory for this situation is I do think that whatever maybe triggered her depression did happen in Jeju because I do mm-hmm. think the little girl is her. I think... Um, you know, seller of goods, he is the one that kind of rescued her from that situation. I think her coming back to Cheju is kind of like facing her Symbolic. demons in a way. And it's gonna, I don't know, I don't, I'm not a mental health professional. I'm sure there are other podcasts that you guys can listen to for that. But like, I think there's a way where she's kind of like deals with it there, or like she faces her original, like why she has a lot of this like mental health issues and like that then helps her take care of the kid and like she can either stay in Cheju or like move back to Seoul mm-hmm. and like you know get reunited with her child that's my for hopes sure. for her but we do have a lot of episodes to flesh all that out because oh, yeah. 20 episodes I, on Netflix you can see it's gonna end in like mid-June yeah so, in a long for the ride. long haul <laughs> um, other than Shimina I think we we briefly see Kimubin but he's just doing his thing they with just the girl um, but they don't have their their official episodes yet but was mm-hmm. there anything else Andy? that's pretty much that's, it right? I, that's it yeah Okay, well, maybe let's wrap up this drama and let's start Shooting Stars, the new drama. Yes, let's do it. Cheers! So Shooting Stars, we're watching it on Vicky. Um, it is a Friday-Saturday drama, so check it out if you guys want to follow along. So Shooting Stars, and I just want to talk about the title for like a hot minute before we get into mm-hmm. it. So like Shooting Stars is what we're calling it, but technically the title, instead of the two O's, it's two asterisks. So like my initial thought was like, oh, it's Shooting Stars. But Brandon explained to me that in Korean, Shooting Stars is actually like the translation is kind of like a, the poop of another star. Right, Brandon? Is that how it is? I think like the textbook definition of a shooting star isn't, but in Korean, you can call it a pyeotongbyeol, which uh-huh. is like one star and then the, the star poops and then like the stars behind it are its poops. So it's like visually, it makes sense. Yeah, that makes so sense. So that's the angle that they're going for. Which so the asterisks cute. are um, on purpose. Yeah. That's funny. So I think the, which ties into kind of the storyline that we're talking about. So we have like this mega superstar guy. He is like, just the hottest shit like justin bieber in 2000s like just (laughs) billboards commercials like everywhere right and so he is the big star but turns out that he's kind of a shit person which is where the shitting stars parts comes in where he's like you know on the surface he's like volunteering in africa for the kids with the water and all this weird stuff but in reality he's like really mean to his people like the people that are taking care of him etc etc so he's kind of the main uh, male lead and then we have our female lead so she is an agent that works for star force entertainment and i think if we do end up giving nicknames for this we should just go very like astro like like, that would be funny but we'll flesh that out later guardians of the galaxy yeah i think we did star star force i don't know so anyway star force entertainment is this um agency that takes care of the 
this main star and a lot of other people. So the main agent for him is a female lead. It seems like they know each other from the past, but you know they kind of have like an interesting relationship. Um, there's a couple other agents that also work there managing their own stars, and then um, they also have like a reporter friend that's kind of in the mix. So a couple things that I feel like we can chat about. What are your guys' thoughts on the male lead? Because he is a mm. very interesting character to me. The first, the Africa thing, kind of whack. Um, are, are, we so, like, are we talking about the Africa issue? I, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll start there. I mean, that was like the first time we introduced to him where he's like pumping water. Like, I don't know. He's doing like, like very glamorous, like yellowy shots God, of the everything. Lion With King Lion King song. playing. And I think they called it a country and... They're like, Africa's yeah. a continent, fam. <laughs> like, yeah, what's going on? So you got to be specific, like, where in Africa? Yeah. Like, yeah. South Africa, they got plenty of water. You yeah, know? like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of odd. Um, it's just weird to generalize all of Africa as a place that doesn't have water that needs saving. Yeah. I guess. We understand what they were trying to do. We, we but, get um, it, it, but you did it wrong. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Terry had a similar issue with, like, um, you know, in 39 and episodes one and two, that she's like, oh, I'm an American. I got hit by a gun. <laughs> it was like, is that your generalization? <laughs> oh, no, our America? blues. Our blues. Our blues. Our blues. <laughs> our blues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. I don't know. A little tough. But, like, with that context, I was like, okay, how am I supposed to think of this guy? Is he supposed to be a yeah. saint where he's, like, carrying around little African kids with, like, no shoes? Like, just well, so, so weird intro. So, he's not much in episode one. All he does in episode one is he just get this PR articles and that's like his only FaceTime in episode mm-hmm. one. And so, cause I think episode one was mostly focused on her and she was like always, it showcases like this, the actors and the stars are not how they are actually, they, what they actually do. Cause the yes. PR agents are supposed to cover up their, like their scandals or whatnot. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, the, going into episode two, I was like, okay, this guy's probably like an asshole or everything. But I saw like his actual personality. I feel like he's just he's just like a a kid that kind of like you know throws tantrums. He's not like a bad person. He's mm-hmm. just a you know a little little he's kid. Petty. Kind of but that's what yeah, rubbed me the wrong way. It's like he's like fully grown, but then he acts <laughs> like that. But then he yeah. goes on the podium and he, he like starts getting dizzy and stuff and. You know, he has flashbacks of, like, the kids without shoes that he's thinking about. It's like, I just don't know how to view him because I'm like, I don't care how many, like, scenes you show me where I'm supposed to sympathize with him when every other scene with his actions, he's, like, a bit of an asshole. Yeah, I mean, yeah. pulling his pants re- down, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. following Whack, them around like- all day, <laughs> yeah. He's just a little shithead. I don't know. I don't yeah. <laughs> and remember his manager who was assigned to kind of like drive him around and stuff saw like a billboard, not a billboard, but those like the bus stand <laughs> stop into, with his foot. Yeah. And he ran That's into it because you know. he was like, that, that fucking asshole's never smiled at me like that. I was like, yeah. damn, yeah. okay. So he's not very nice to people he's working with. Like, so I just no. personally am not a fan about the uh, I like this girl, so I'm going to make her life a living hell trope oh you're not a fan mm. of that (laughs) i'm not even though i may do that in real life like in moderation and do it tastefully like Mm -hmm. okay business proposal right like he kind of figures out that it's the girl he likes her so he's like messing with her in a cutesy way yeah like i'm okay with that but this one the way they shot it like it's really irking me yeah, and I don't you, like you don't like the por- the portion where he does it, but then like he goes behind the back and like kind of saves her. Like, oh, she did this. She caught. Don't fire her. Or like, oh, I. This is not. That's just even of more annoying. Yeah. yeah, it's more more <laughs> weird. It's, like, it's just. Yeah. 
yeah, do it in public then if you really like her. You know? Well, I, I guess. think in that situation, Andy. So, okay, another thing that I'm just going to throw out that I don't really like about the show is like the flashbacks and the current days and like the time skips are not very clear to me, which makes it kind of confusing because it's happening in the same agency. It's with the same characters and like... They don't change their appearances either. Yeah, like it's it's not very clear. And maybe I'm just bad at reading this. But I think the situation where you're talking about is the main lead. She writes um, like an article where she accidentally calls him like a eunuch. And then yeah. like he is like super pissed <laughs> off at her, which is why he tries to show her his his goods. Um, but then he goes to the CEO and is like, don't no, 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 her. don't fire her. Like, it's fine. And then he comes out of it and is like, I'm going to make your life hell. So it's yeah. like, you know, just a very, very conflicting and that was when she was a newbie and so she made yeah. that mistake yeah. and now she's but, you know established but he's still acting like that and mm-hmm. yeah. i guess i mean to jump around i mean we do see at the end of episode two that they were high school or college couple or something. College, college couple, couple. Yeah. yeah so yeah, i don't know so they do have a history and we do see that he does have feelings for her mm-hmm. but it's more the you know the trope of like do I actually know if I have feelings or not? Or am I just like, you know, keep poking fun at her? Yeah. Like the, that type of trope. I don't know why that's a trope, but it's very weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to the female lead. So what are you guys' thoughts on her? She seems very hardworking. She kind of started off not doing that great, but she's rose to the ranks. She's like a solid agent now. Um, but she's having a lot of trouble dating. I mean, half because of this guy is stressing her out and half just because of her jobs just seems terrible. But do you guys like her character? You think she's like relatable at all? Very typical. There's nothing bad. Yeah. Very typical yeah. trope. Yeah. She is. Nothing to say. Yeah. yeah. Hardworking female and, you yeah. know, making, yeah. having a miserable life because of the male lead. Like, mm-hmm. my, o- my only thing, I don't even know if we're going to keep watching this, but like if they end up together, they better really do a good job of showing that they actually like each other. Mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I care more about, does she actually like him? Yeah. And do Not they deserve each other too? her entire life is run Revolve, by this yeah. guy because he is the biggest thing since sliced bread, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. do you actually like him? Or is yeah. it just because you can't date anyone else because your lifestyle, and so you might as well date the star, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. I and really want to make sure he likes like her other. a lot, I guess, in a way. Yeah. yeah. And they, they kind of have to showcase that, like, unvillainize him, I guess, or, like, make him, like, some type of a hero. Because right yeah. now he's still kind of petty and we don't like him as much. But that's the thing. It's like they do the Africa stuff to like make him not a villain, but I'm not buying it. So yeah. what yeah. else could he do? Well, it almost seems like he went to Africa because of her in a way. Like she sent him away there or something. So it's like, I think is it's it because like the good of his heart? Scandal like, articles of them dating. So they so they sent him into Africa to like, that's oh. the, uh, the cover up story to like the leaks of them dating but that's also mm, why that's i can't buy his bullshit because it's yeah. like so you didn't go out of the goodness of your heart yeah. and about these little kids that don't have shoes that you're thinking about yeah. you know it's like you were sent there as a cover-up yeah well mm-hmm. i also think the cover-up might also fold into why he like has issues in front of crowds mm. like i think brandon mentioned this a little bit but like he got like dizzy or something yeah. because like a bunch of people taking photos so like maybe he just needed a break there was some trauma uh i just I don't want there to be some trauma that's going to, like, melt my heart for this guy. Because I'm like, you don't deserve it right now in my head, you know? Like, I don't know. Do I hate this guy too much? That's the thing. It's like, oh, this guy has trauma. And when he looks at me, then the trauma goes away. So that's why I'll be with him. Like, I want her to really like him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she deserves it. She works hard. (laughs) She has a hard life. Anyways, I feel like we got a lot off our chest. What are some (sighs) of the positives of this show? 
Andy, I feel like you like this show a lot, or not a lot, <laughs> say, but you like this show more than Brandon and I. Nice. <laughs> say something yeah. nice. <laughs> Give us some. I don't know. Some I thought I actually thought the chemistry between the two is it's, it's cute. I think it's, it's the what you guys find very frustrating about it. I think it's I I don't think it's that big of a deal for me. I think mm, it's, yeah. it's why some people like these type of tropes. You know, mm-hmm. this pettiness, and then it's the later on they're going to reveal that like oh actually like he's been doing this for her or like whatnot. Like the end of episode two where he she's like he's like oh how come she never called me kind of a thing like we realized that like he actually kind of liked her all along and he's trying to do these things so we'll probably find some like backstory in that Mm. so i feel like maybe there's gonna be some type of like justice arc for him okay okay. um, where you guys don't like him as much (laughs) that's true i'm sure they are setting it up right now so that we're like kind of unaware of his character you're kind of like "Eh, i don't know how i feel about it but you're Mm -hmm. probably right where they're gonna show stuff and i mean of course yeah (laughs) it would be a drama (laughs) if they weren't gonna do that the acts he's doing is not like very very bad too it's not like you know he's like hitting anyone or like you know he's pouring yeah, coffee he's yeah, like yeah. doing these like small petty things it's like That's it's true. not like big things where to make you like frustrated about him it's more just like okay you're just kind of annoying just just you know yeah. stop doing well, that well I saw this yeah. article where they're like that one scene where he's trying to show her the salt and peppers okay, yeah. that, he, they were like that's sexual assault dog <laughs> So, I'm putting that one aside. Yeah, yeah, putting that one aside is different. I think a positive is um, I do like the other characters, like the reporter girl. I mean, I don't know what her deal is yet, but she's great. Yeah, dude. I love that character. She's dope. Um. I don't know if it's because it's like these new dramas that are coming out, but the happy bean girl way, where she shows her true self. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she was saying legit swear words. Yeah. She's good. Like Crap. legit ones. Yeah. It's not even Netflix too. I was like, oh my God, I've never <laughs> heard that come out of people's mouths in yeah. K-dramas. She was like getting she, real creative with them uh, too. Yeah. Like, no, you yeah. can do the the casual kesekis and yeah, stuff, yeah, but yeah. she was going with the, the shibs, you know, yeah, like, the, shibs. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. variations of the shibs. So I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I actually love Happy Happy Beam Girl. I think she's going to be my comedic relief for this mm-hmm. show. So for like, Halloween, are you going to be Ooh. I Have No Chingu Girl or Happy Happy Bean Girl? Well, I don't know. I might go with Happy Happy Beam. Really? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that little You're going to wake me up really fit. early one day with it. Happy Happy. But you gotta be like just as bipolar. You gotta have the cigarettes too, and be like Brandon, and just like go off. That's just me, like normally. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, I do like that. Um, I think the other agents are just having a tough freaking time getting their roles for their actors. Sympathize with them. Five bottles of soju. How many they those two people drink? Sympathize. Seems tough. Tough life for them. Who do you think is gonna be the second uh, couple? It's gonna be reporter and then that other guy. I don't know. The so the the I guess so. There's the agent guy who's like friends with a superstar. Yep. He's friends with like kind of everyone. He seems to be like the guy who knows what he's doing. He also don't forget has like a superstar uh, female yeah. movie oh, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they're like, gonna act, be, be acting together too. Yeah. So like and the female movie person, actress is movie person. Jesus <laughs> Christ, actress. Just Jesus. Actress. So the actress that he's an agent for also is a really, really big fan of the superstar. So like they could be potentially be kind of like a rift in the romance because she's yeah. like really obsessed with him. But I feel like she, her and the um, agent guy might be a thing. I think that'd be cute together. I don't mm-hmm. know. Or, I really can't tell. <laughs> are they doing like a like a little drama exception here? Because the yeah. drama that they're both going to act in, isn't it called Shooting Stars? Something oh, it's like called Star like from World the of Stars. Or World yeah. of Stars, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, something like that. Oh, that could be interesting. So I've seen mm. people do that before. 
I forgot what drama, but oh, hmm. that's pretty fun. I like that. <laughs> that just reminded me. I don't remember. We were so like bored watching this drama, or like we were <laughs> shitting on it, and Jenny was like trying to make stuff up. She's like, "Oh, it's called Shitting Stars because he's a shooting star, but he's also a shitty star." And yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> a little rapper over there. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. it. <laughs> um, but okay, oh. so I don't think there's much else to talk about. Yeah, right. No. Uh, we do have to give every drama four episodes, yeah. so hopefully, you know, it starts coming up in the second two. But early trend for me is. Not put it, it like right around 39 level really mm. okay i i want to well, give it a chance because i think you know with these cheesy kind of happy dramas it does get a little cliche in the beginning and you know maybe we are just feeding too much into it so let's yeah. give it the four episodes i think if you as a listener enjoy like very happy kind of like cheesy kate dramas this yeah. might be a good start um yeah it just could be like attention. a business proposal <laughs> Yeah, it could it could be. We'll yeah. see. I think the I main think guy is decently good looking. I don't know. Yeah, he's and then I like yeah. the girl, the the actress. I think she's kind of um, funny too. Yeah, she's so. actually really big. Um, she was in a couple of things, but I think this is one of her comebacks. So everyone was mm-hmm. really excited. Her name. I think is she was Lee big Sun-Kyung. in Weightlifting Fairy. I believe. Yes, that yes. Was what she was known for. Yeah, that's where I saw her in. So yeah, and, and listeners, check it out. Um, we'll still give it the four episode review, so you can at least follow along for two weeks. All yeah. I want to know is that young kid who prints on the double-sided paper, who cut his hair? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his bangs who are so Who gave him that bowl cut with the most jagged bangs I've ever <laughs> seen in my life? But that's for another time. Okay, okay, so everyone, please go listen to the Jimin OST that played in Our Blues because that's on. a banger. Banger, banger. So good. Fit the mood so well. Uh, please join our Discord. If you haven't already, go to ATC Tebak's podcast because um, Jenny was a guest star and she yeah. did a Goblin episode, which was really fun. We are going to be picking up... What's the drama with you, Chen Oh, my God. A Sound of Magic. It has, like, Ooh. a different name. I don't, I'm just calling it Sound of Magic because I can pronounce that. Um, but that will be on Netflix. I think it comes out beginning of May. So it won't be picking up next week, but we'll do so the week after. And Pachinko, I think the finale airs this week. Yeah. So we will be doing the season recap next week. Yep. Along with our blues and shooting stars. Socials? Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Pocha Playlist. Uh, also, our Facebook. Sorry. Um, leave us a review and rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please uh, check out our Ko-Fi and Patreon if you want to donate. And please join our Discord. Terry, yeah. sign us out. This is the Pocha Playlist, and we're out.